Now, welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Now, most people that are trying to stop drinking find it challenging, find it difficult, and find it a lot of hard work. But why? Why do most people find it such a challenge? Well, it's because they're not doing the things that I'm going to share with you in this video. The typical mainstream way to stop drinking is just to resist it. It's to moderate, drink the recommended daily allowance, call yourself an alcoholic, take a challenge where you stop for 30 days. And most people that are going through these methods, not all of them, most, do find the whole process hard. Yet on the other side of the spectrum are happy non-drinkers. These are the type of people that are happy about being a non-drinker. They're not resisting, they're not fighting the urge, they're still around alcohol, and they're just not bothered. They are happy about their decision to not drink. And in this video, I'm actually going to be breaking down seven key things that you simply must do after stopping drinking. So if you want to go from somebody that struggled in the past to somebody that finds it easy and effortless and enjoyable, you are definitely going to want to watch all seven of these points. Now, these are things that I've not just made up out of thin air and made a video about. These are things that I've applied in my own life. I've used them when I've stopped drinking. And they're also things that I've helped members of the Sober Clear program do as well. So these are just tried and tested things that can completely revolutionize your journey to not drinking alcohol. As you guys already know, I had a drinking problem for close to 10 years and I tried AA, I tried willpower, and I had some success with these methods, but nothing worked long term. So really, I want to boil it down into seven things that I think are just going to change absolutely everything for you on your journey to living a great life without alcohol when you're in control and you're happy about being a non-drinker. So without any further delay, let's get into it. So the very first thing that you must do after stopping drinking is ensure that you've built a paradigm where you see alcohol for what it is. I know I talk about this all the time, but to me, this is the most important thing that you need to do when it comes to stopping drinking. You need to let go of the idea of alcohol being a good thing. You literally need to just let go of it. Just see you later. And you need to get busy building a paradigm where you see alcohol as a poison, as ethanol, as something that does absolutely nothing for you at all, because that's all it is. It's a drug, it's a poison, and it does nothing for you. Now, the way that you can build that paradigm is through reading books, it's through watching videos just like this one, it's through investing in courses, in programs, but it's just the most critical thing, and it's the foundation that you'll build the rest of the next six points on. But it's just so important. And this was the mistake that I made for close to 10 years. I never did this. I always saw alcohol as a good thing. I always saw it as something that I was giving up and removing from my life. So do whatever it takes to build that paradigm. For some of you guys, that might mean that you go to AA. For others, it might be a book that you read. It might be a course that you take. It might be a coach that you invest in. But it's just so important that you get crystal clear on the idea that alcohol does nothing for you. Which leads me into the next point, which is once you've done that, you make the decision. You go all in. You commit 100% to being a non-drinker. Because once you've made a decision to not do something ever again, life just is so much more simple. It's so much easier. And that is where most people go wrong. They say they're going to stop drinking for 30 days. They say they're going to stop drinking for three months. And then what do they do after that? Well, they reward themselves. It's now time to have a reward with a drink. Now, I'm not saying that taking 30 days off alcohol is a bad thing or 90 days off alcohol is a bad thing. There are plenty of people that are trying to stop drinking and they want to see what it's like and they might try something like that. But the problem with it is that every day that you go without drinking, 
alcohol seems a little bit more attractive. So if you're using willpower day one, it's pretty easy. By the end of the first week, it's like, well, you know, I've been going a week now. Surely I deserve a drink. Two weeks in, I mean, come on, I've been two weeks without drinking. How long have I got to keep this going for? Three weeks in, like, come on, man. I, you know, I've only got to go another week, then I can finally have a drink. And you keep alcohol on a pedestal. When you do these like 30 days, 60 day, 90 day things, but I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, right? For me, it didn't work. I had to go all in. I couldn't do these 30 day, 60 day things. Most of the time, to be honest with you, if I said I was going to go 30 days without drinking, I might last four days. But I had to make a decision. I had to make a firm decision. I had to commit 100%. And once I'd done that, then I could then start doing the next five things, which I'll break down now. So number three, the next thing that you want to do is you want to create a dream. You want to create a vision. You want to create something to go towards. And the way that you do this, you just got to get that pen and paper and you've just got to start writing things down. And it is hard. If you go to the average man or woman in the street and you ask them, what do you want out of your life? They're going to look at you with a blank expression. They're going to say, Leon, I don't know what I want out of my life. I just don't know. You know, I just want to pay my bills, have a job. That's it. Have a family. That's it. Done. Now, when it comes to stopping drinking, yeah, do you know what? You could stop drinking and just do the normal things, but it's not exciting. It's not something to go towards. So I always think that the foundation of stopping drinking then needs to start with a dream. You need to create a dream. You need to create a vision and create this ideal life to go towards because we're happy as humans when we're progressing towards a goal, when we're progressing towards an ideal future. If we're not doing that, then life's pretty boring. It's pretty stagnant. We're not going places. So creating a vision straight away after stopping drinking can change absolutely everything. And it's something that I did when I stopped drinking in a coaching program that I was in, where I created this vision for my life. I created basically like a Wikipedia page of what my life would look like when I've passed away. Now, am I saying that I followed that perfectly and I'm going, still going towards that exact same vision that I created, you know, two and a half, three years ago when I stopped drinking? No, it's changed. But when I stopped drinking, it gave me something to go towards. It excited me. So now the day-to-day -day activities that I was doing, it's all going towards that bigger picture. And if you can see, you know, the, when you're making sacrifices to work on things, when you're making sacrifices for your health, you're going to the gym instead of ordering pizza at home or whatever it is, you start to see how the small micro activities fit into the macro and how it fits into the larger picture. And like I said, the way that you do this is you write down what your dream is. Who do you want to be? What do you want to achieve? What legacy do you want to leave behind? How do you want your life to look? And I mean, people in the Sober Glare program, they've sent me documents when they've done this and they write pages upon pages. And I think that that is just the best thing that you can do is start creating a dream, put it down on paper and create something to go towards next. Now, step number four and the fourth thing that you want to do is once you've got this is you want to get accountability. Now, there are many different ways to get accountability. One way that people get accountability is going to AA meetings. My mum has been for 20 years, worked for her. But there are other ways that you can get accountability. Now, you can find accountability partners. In fact, I'll tell you what, why don't you comment down below if you want an accountability partner and then other people can then comment and then maybe you can find somebody here in the comment section. So just drop it down below if you want an accountability partner and let's start some conversations in the comment section. But yeah, like I said, you can find a like-minded individual. You can have weekly calls with them, checking on your goals, checking on your progress. You speak for 30 minutes, they speak for 30 minutes. Other things that you can do is you can hire coaches. You can actually invest in coaching programs. The SoberClear program is one option, but there are, there are so many good coaches out there. I'm not the only coach in the world. You might not resonate with me, but I still think that you should still follow the same idea of investing in yourself, finding a coach. I've joined plenty of coaching programs now and I'm going to keep joining them because every time that I join a coaching program, my life improves exponentially. When I can find somebody else with a proven system in a specific area, be it fitness, be it business, 
be it whatever, if I can find somebody that's got a result that I want, I just pay them these days. I, I join them, I get the accountability from that individual. And if somebody inspires me and my gut says yes, I'm typically gonna purchase a coaching program from that person. And when you're trying to build a better future without alcohol, actually putting your money down isn't a bad thing because you're committing more energy. Money is energy, you're putting energy into your future, and you're making the idea of drinking a lot more painful. You know, if you've spent $20,000 on coaching over the course of 12 months, and that coaching was all focused on the future, you might have bought a health coach, a yoga coach, a meditation coach, whatever. The idea of drinking now, it's a lot more painful. When you're investing in yourself, it becomes more painful. And it's something that I do and I'm gonna continue doing because every time I do it, life improves. But like I said, you don't necessarily need to buy a coach. You might find it in a personal trainer. You might find it in a close friend. You might find it in a family member. The important thing is to find accountability and really get a good support network. If you want more details on the SoberClear program, just head over to SoberClear.com. And that leads me to the fifth thing. And what you really wanna do is make health a major priority. When it comes to stopping drinking, focusing on health is just so, so important. If you're anything like me, health took a hit from alcohol, whether that be my insides or even my outsides, you know, putting on weight, not, not doing the, the weight training and the energy levels were lower and all of that stuff. So immediately after stopping drinking, getting momentum in some kind of exercise program with some better sleeping habits, with some better nutrition, and with some good exercise, it can just be a great foundation and a great thing to start on because when you stop drinking, you immediately start feeling better. Well, I say immediately, for some people it's immediate, for some people it might be two, three, four weeks into the game, but making health a priority can just supercharge things. And not only that, but it helps you with your confidence, it helps you with your courage, it helps you with your self-esteem, and it makes you feel good. And because when you've drank for a long time, if you've not really taken care of your health as well as you wanted to, you will probably see visible results when it comes to health very, very quickly. And it's something that I did. You know, I really started going back to the gym, getting consistency again, eating the right kind of food, sleeping well. And I just made that a massive priority. Personal trainers are great things to work with. And again, health coaches, online fitness coaches, that can be another great thing for you to invest in. I've done that myself before. And it really helped to get that accountability for somebody to kind of just push you in the gym, help you with a plan, help you with nutrition. That can be an awesome thing as well. Which leads me to the sixth thing that you really ought to do. And it's to celebrate the small wins. When you just first stop drinking, you could have this massive vision. And this massive vision could seem light years away. It could seem five years into the future. And it seems like a long way to go. So it's really important for you to celebrate the small wins and show gratitude for what you've already done. If you're a week into stopping drinking and you've not achieved your grand vision yet, come on, it doesn't matter. You should just celebrate the small wins. If you've just managed to eat well for a week and go for two walks and that's it, who cares? Celebrate it. Because I'm telling you, anything is better than poisoning your body with alcohol. Within reason, anything, but you get the idea. So it's really important that you celebrate these things. And like I said, if you've got a coach, you're going to have a coach celebrate it with you. If you've got an accountability partner, same kind of thing. But it's really important that you celebrate the wins so you can keep the momentum going. And that could come through daily, doing daily reflection, writing, doing a journal in the daytime, or doing some kind of weekly reflection and reviewing things that, have done in, that you've done in the week. But just celebrate the wins. Know that what you are doing is awesome and really just reflect and pat yourself on the back. I know it sounds basic and I know it sounds a bit cringy, but we really need to show gratitude for what we've already done rather than constantly focusing on the future because that's when things can start creating a bit of anxiety and a bit of stress about the future. So there's got to be a good balance between the two. Which leads me to the 
final thing, which is by far the most important thing, and it's committing to 1% improvement every single day. At first, your life might not look that different, but I'm telling you, if you can commit yourself to just getting 1% better for your life each and every day while you don't drink, in two years' time, your life will just look completely different. Just imagine what would happen in your life if you committed to getting 1% more discipline in your health, in your business, and your relationship, or if you're single, your dating life. Just imagine how different things would look. Sure, they might not look that different in a week or in a month, but in six months, in a year, in two years, that is where groundbreaking change will be. So stick on this journey, follow these seven things, have a great day. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking Podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.